The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, it is discussion topic time as Jaws and I are joined by fellow co-host Brian uh, to talk about some of the week's top stories, including our week one takeaways and overreactions. Russell Wilson getting booed in Seattle. Um, Dak Prescott out for six to eight weeks. What is going to happen there? The Bengals coming out flat. And of course, Lamar Jackson's contract situation. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. What is up, gentlemen? Jazz, what's going on, dude? Join us from the road. I am on location, (laughs) live and in living color. You are totally not breaking any laws doing this. (laughs) This back to back times we've done discussion topics, you've been in a a unique uh, place every single time. So I thank you for that. we are, of course, uh, been he's he volunteered to actually step up and start doing discussion topics with us. Uh, Mr. Brian J. Finch, Brian, thanks for joining us, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic, yeah. Uh, I like current events in the NFL, so I was jealous of you guys always having fun talking about the current topics. So I was like, let me hop in on that. And I knew I know like the different episodes that go on during the week, and I clearly am not capable of handling myself in the picks portion because of my picks for the Steelers for the season and the Chiefs for the season (laughs) and the Colts for the season. I clearly don't have my pulse on the NFL as far as records go. So I'm going to stick out of that one. I I, I respect that. I'm not not an expert at all. You did go nine and seven from our preseason picks from this week. Uh, I went 12 and four. So um russell salvatore's here we come baby Woo! Mm-hmm. excited for that Ooh. dinner um yeah not a bad bet there not a bad bet there but uh yeah we sure. so <laughs> so we got week one um all finished up underway um all done and concluded last night with uh seattle with the big upset over the denver broncos but let's start off with our week one takeaways and maybe some overreactions josh let's we'll start off with you bud Oh, the Cardinals suck. <laughs> they are so bad. Like, I don't I don't care how good you think the Cardinals are. There's a reason that all of those stupid provisions in Kyler Murray's contract were a thing. Because I, they looked lost at times. And I, I've been on record on this show more than once talking about you know, how he's a better and different player with D hop on the field, but you shouldn't need, in my opinion, the best 
overall all-around receiver in football on the field to look moderately competent. The Cardinals are bad. They're a bad football team. Mahomes went out and was an absolute just monster fantasy-wise for me this week. And I, I'm not impressed. There were throws he made that should have been picked, that should have been, like, there, there were plays. He was just able to do schoolyard bullshit against a team that looked like they didn't even belong in a schoolyard. I'm excited to see if he can do that with, like, obviously, you know, losing Tyreek and everything else that happened. But I, you know, I want to see him do it against a real team. And the Cardinals aren't it. Speaking of real teams, the Bills are for real. Uh, if any, if this week was any like unless unless the Rams start looking like the Cardinals, this is this is a team to beat, both sides of the football because that Rams team is good. Uh, I am worried about Maddie Stafford's elbow. Yes, I personally don't think it's as healthy as they would have you believe. And his two interceptions, I believe, are a good tell to that. Specifically, I mean, shit, I can throw an out route, and I barely have a UCL. And that man threw an out route behind a runner, behind his receiver, right to my guy. The other one was a ball. He didn't have to be high. It, just, it looks like he's having trouble pulling the ball where, it wants, where he wants it to go, which is something he used to do. Ball should look slow coming out of his hand this year. Yeah. Uh, might be some might be something to worry about there in LA if that's worse than worse than anticipated. <clears throat> hey, they got their ring. They got their ring, so they got what they uh, I think they wanted out of them, at least. I, good enough for me. <laughs> I, just, I want them to still be really good, so that means the Bills are as good as described. Right. I get you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, Brian, what about you? Some of your takeaways from the uh, the first week of. NFL uh, specialists have never played a bigger role in week one losses than maybe this week <laughs> between yeah. between Justin Reed having to fill in and going one for two on PATs uh, the safety for the chiefs and then also handling all the kickoffs which he boomed him out of the end zone I know fantastic. I know Rodrigo Blankenship uh, take some notes oh wait you're fired oh you fired yeah. <laughs> uh as well as the like a long snapper gets hurt and all of a sudden that causes the Bengals to lose a game. Like what? <laughs> that, 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 coming? <laughs> that was that was something else. Uh and then I think the biggest takeaway I have from this week is that a lot of teams are well, I mean we said it yesterday for a small minute, but a lot of teams are exactly what we thought they were. And a lot of teams are just about the exact opposite of what I thought they were going to be. No in between. If C, well, if C, <laughs> for example, we, me and you made fun of Seattle for a good portion of the offseason um, for good reason. You know, Pete Carroll is not an easy guy to root for right now. He's, he's so ancient in <laughs> his philosophy, but. I found myself enjoying Seattle's style of football last night. It's not something I could watch 17 weeks for, you know, like as a Bills fan, but as a random, hey, what's up, Seattle? What you got? Oh, oh, you can actually football a little bit. All right, good for you guys. You know, they're not going to be a disaster. Uh, And then other teams that I thought were going to be solid and 
kind of scary at times, like the Dolphins. The Dolphins' defense, I think, is legit. Yeah. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, there was uh, there was so much. There was a lot. I love the unpredictability of week uh, the unpredictability of week one. I think every year it 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 never disappoints. It's surprising, but it never disappoints. So some of the upsets we're all still in the mindset every, that every team is like it was last year. So there is that. Yes, the Bills. I gotta agree with uh, with you, Jazz. And I know Brian deep down, even though he didn't say it, you feel it that the Bills are. Um, ungodly good they despite you know a couple turnovers a couple weird turnovers for josh allen uh the dude balled out it was the whole team did defense i mean i've never seen a super defending super bowl championship team look that poor uh in the following year's season opener i don't think i've ever seen it that like that before a couple other takeaways poor baker mayfield He's going to have to sit on that one for at least three to four years, even if he's still in Carolina (laughs) by the time that those two teams meet again. Oh my God. Like all that hype. I just, I felt terrible for him, but uh, at the same time, (laughs) you know, I I just, I don't know what to say. It was, it it was, I, I laughed. I mean, I wanted to see Baker go in and stomp their shit out, but it it just was not to be, was not to be. Uh, I want to give some kudos to the Bears, who I think surprised everybody. Um, maybe a little bit of a reason why uh, the 49ers are keeping Jimmy Garoppolo around. I don't know if they're fully sold on Trey Lance. That was something I wanted to talk about um, at some point as well. Um, let's see. I want to give some more props to Commander Carson. He had a pretty solid game, leading the Commanders to a pretty feisty win. Giants, good on those guys. Saquon looked amazing out there. Uh, I think he had like a a 60-plus yard run. I can't remember the exact stats. Um, And like I said, Rodrigo Blankenship, I already kind of brought it up. Uh, He gone. He gone. Sorry. There's people on on the Internet defending him, and uh, it really grinds my gears. Because I get it. He's a human being who lost his job. He's an NFL player. He makes plenty of money. I think he'll be okay. He'll find a job somewhere else. But, um, yo, if you can't do your job, get out. <laughs> you know, like he blew kicks against the in, against the Bills, a very crucial kick against the Bills in the playoff game uh, in 2020. Uh, blew it against the Ravens last year. Uh, when that all went down and then you open up your uh, you open up the 2022 season, we're all passionate. We're all fired up. We're going to we're going to steamroll everybody to get revenge on the Jaguars taking us out. And you miss the game winning field goal and you kick two kickoffs out of bounds and give the Texans fantastic field position. Very, very frustrating. But other than that, it was a lot of fun. Fun week. Great week. Kudos to Matt Ryan. Still balling all these years later. Thirty seven years old. Love my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Matt, I, did, I did that one Matt, for you, Josh. That's my quarterback, Johnson. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's football season. It is. God, I'm so ready. It is. I am hyped. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's kind of some of our takeaways and such. 
let's go on a discussion topic number two. Brian, we'll start off with you for this one, but we all watched um, the Seattle Seahawks Denver Broncos game, at least bits and pieces of it. I know, um, Brian, you were texting me about it as my dog drops another turd on the floor. That is fantastic. Oh, there's is another one. At you? Yeah. Is he staring at you as he does? He it? just went outside. It's it's tremendous. I it's 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 truly a sight to behold. Um, anyways, we watched the Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks Broncos game, and uh, uh, not a good not a good start for uh, Russell Wilson and company, but a tremendous start for Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if that momentum is going to keep up or not, but um, Seattle Seahawks fans have been very open uh, about their disdain for Russell Wilson uh, since he moved on from the team, since he requested to be traded. Uh, I I personally don't get it, but Brian, we'll start off with you. Your thoughts on uh, on players kind of coming back home and uh, especially someone who's done as much for Seattle as Russell Wilson has. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole booing uh, thing? I don't get it because, and I'm probably the one of the last people who should ask about this because I'm that guy in Twitter who tweets at former Bills and say hashtag once a Bill always a Bill. Like you can any just about any player that plays for my team, you leave for whatever reason, your choice, team's choice, injury, whatever and then you get a chance to play in my stadium, I'm not going to boo you. I have no reason to boo you. Right. I would hope that you gave it your all while you're playing for my team. It's what unites me and you, random person that I don't know, who gets paid millions of dollars. It's the only thing that like we, besides that we need air, that we have share in common, you know? So it bothers me when I see other people, like, get all PO'd about it. And I hate the guys that are like, you clearly aren't a competitor then. I'm like, well, I mean, you don't have to cheer for the guy scoring touchdowns against your team. No one's telling you to do that. You shouldn't be like when he throws a, a game winning touchdown against your Seahawks, you shouldn't be cheering on your seat. Yay. Right. At the same time, he hasn't even done a single thing against your team yet. And you <laughs> boot him. He walked out of the tunnel. Did they have a tribute video? Does anyone know? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think they did. I found that I found this very interesting, uh, though. They brought it up on the Man- the Manning cast. And uh, I think t- uh, Shannon Sharp asked Peyton about if he got booed when he went back to Indianapolis. Oh. And he goes, no, I don't remember too many. Uh... This is so fucking funny. He goes, I don't, I don't remember too many boos. And they, they, it, there really wasn't. There was he was, you know. Uh, celebrated. They did the high, the the video package and all that, and then Eli Manning goes, "No, it's not. He he was cut. <laughs> That's why they clapped for him." <laughs> oh, there's too funny, but um, it is. It, you know, it's a it's an interesting situation. I I don't know if like, you know, if I, if I'm a Seahawk fan, like, if you could have been okay with what was going on continued, right? Like. Like Russell being there, things not changing for the better. Like it had to have happened at some point, right? I mean, I know. Listen, dude, Russell Wilson's as corny as it gets. Dude's a cornball. He practices running out of the tunnel and slapping hands of people that aren't there. It's crazy, but for everything that Russell Wilson did, right? It, Seattle was just kind of a team, a, a a decent team, but just a team. Until he came along, won him a Super Bowl, took him to another one. Uh, you know, I, I, 
it's so weird. Football culture is so fucking weird sometimes. Jazz, what about you, bud? Listen, I gatekeeping fandom is just absolute dog water. And that's part of like this is part of it. You're not wearing my jersey anymore. Therefore, you are the enemy. Boo. Okay, go go cheer for the Yankees because you suck. Like, <laughs> and I know I started, I'm two for two with starting topics on people sucking. But if you boo a dude because he doesn't play for you anymore, you suck. And this is coming from a guy with thought, like, like deep down seated rageful hate for Dominic Hashik, who was one of the greatest savers ever. But the reason I have that and I would boo him is because he gave me a reason to. Like Russell Wilson, what, what did he do? I want to change the scenery. Okay. People change jobs all the time. I literally just did it. Like, does, does that mean if I bump into a co a former coworker from the other place, they're going to be like, Boo, you're not one of us anymore. Boo. No, <laughs> fuck that. It's stupid. It's so dumb. Knock it off. Just knock it off. It's, it's so dumb. Listen, this dude leaves your town and like turns around like, Oh, Seattle sucks. The Seahawks are a joke. Pete Carroll's a train wreck. That's, that, that city should be burned. Sure, great. Like, he, this dude goes and wins one with Denver. He's like, this is the greatest city and the greatest organization, the greatest team. Like, I'll, I'll always be a Denver Bronco, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now you can hate on him a little bit. But he, he put on a different uniform. Knock it off. <laughs> he didn't talk shit. He didn't badmouth you. He just He's doing stuff for somebody else. And you beat him, right? I, I, I didn't miss see that, but... Seahawks won that one last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. was it was real strange too that it, he took it, what was it like twenty something seconds left and they they pulled Russ off the field to get, to go make a, a field goal or something. It was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Yeah, I my my new job means I don't get to stay up late and watch Monday Night Football unless the Bills are playing. But like, <laughs> so you booed the dude and then you beat him. Hope you feel good about yourself. I really do. Because it's bad enough that he went to another squad and he lost to you week one. Just like, just let it be. Stop the, 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 the equating this to Yankees fans is like Robinson Cano at one point in Yankees fan opinion was the only second baseman deserving of playing baseball in Major League Baseball until he left the Yankees and then he was a Judas and a traitor and a piece of shit. And he was never good. That, no, that, like, who you play for doesn't make you good or not good. You can turn around and say, he's a talented player, and I wish he was on my team. He is no longer on my team. I wish he still was. But don't boo the dude. Boo you. You suck. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's good to see because it's been very, very quiet from Seattle fans uh, since they lost that Super Bowl. I didn't know there were any still left, and they just all came out of nowhere to start booing Russell Wilson. <laughs> well, a lot yeah, of that's true. Rams fans there for a minute, so just <laughs> I thought you know they bounced around. The next year they were they were uh, they were Panthers fans, and then they were Falcons fans, and then they were Rams <laughs> fans. Crazy, crazy. Um, how it all turns I only, out. I only personally know one person who is a diehard Seattle super, uh, uh, Seattle all sports fan, Mariners, whatever, Seahawks. Um, he one hundred percent would have been booing at that stadium, knowing that guy. And so, like, if the, if more Seattle people are like him, I totally understand it. Like, <laughs> alpha dog, like, seriously, like, uh, alpha male, like, 
you're Brussels of beta. Look at this weak bitch. Uh, like, seriously, that, I bet that's what they thought of him by the end of his career with them. He's soft. Dude, soft. I mean, like, can, okay. can we can we talk about the fact that the people who should be Seattle fans are people who live in Seattle who made their own like little sub country thing? I was going to say for help. I was, I, like, listen, if you if you use the phrase you're a beta, you're factually a beta. And I want to like piss on your grave. <laughs> you suck. You know who doesn't have to tell you they're an alpha male, a real alpha male. Shut up. <laughs> Imagine that people Ooh. from Seattle not being appreciative of someone or something and then shitting all over it. No <laughs> kidding. And then, and then, like, listen, he goes out and we're like, oh, why couldn't you do that here? You should have come back to Seattle. Shut up. Boo. You know, that, like, Boo, Seattle fan. Boo. He, you know, there, there's going to be come a time. I don't know if they retire jerseys there or not, but there's going to come a time where Russell Wilson is back in Seattle. And that's yeah. going to be his lasting, like his memory. My first time back. No. He should huh? say no. He should say no. I would. I mean, I'm come good. on. <laughs> I, I'd be like, no, F you. You know what I mean? Like, why would I go back to that? Why would I go back to that? It is stupid. <sighs> no, he should, really did he bother should me more back. than I want to admit, by the way. It, yeah. He should go back. Listen, he should go back. But he should go back the way The Rock went back to WWE. After he got booed against Cena at Wrestle or against uh, Hogan at WrestleMania, yeah, like that's that's how he should go back. Screw you! I'm awesome. My face is all over your walls, and you booed me, Wilson. <laughs> paint your beard, grow a beard, baby face, and paint it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's some weird. I think simply put, it's just it, it's so. I mean, if if like, I mean, I was screaming for Carson Wentz to be gone, right? It wasn't good. Things and you know, it it just it was never good. Uh, but like I said, just what Russ means to to that city, to Seattle, to pull them out of obscurity, um, I'll never understand it. That's one of the more confusing things about. Uh, sports fandom that I just I can't fathom. It's hard for me to stomach, and uh, some it just makes me not want to be a part of it. Sometimes uh, it's a little rough out there. But all right, let's move on to discussion topic number three. I know it's a little bit differing uh, today, but it's yesterday when we were planning this episode out, uh, Dak Prescott was rumored to be out for six to eight weeks with a thumb injury. Uh, Jerry Jones got on the radio and said, they're not putting him on IR. He could be back at four and uh, that way he could still work out. But uh, if you were the Cowboys, how would you approach this? Um, I'm concerned if I'm a, if I'm the Cowboys, uh, as I, I'll kick this one off. I'm, I'm pretty concerned. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Dak is it's, He's starting to get that injury proneness, man. And uh, even before he hurt his thumb, it was not looking really, really good for for Dallas at all, right? They were pretty piss poor uh, before he went out with a thumb injury. There's a part of me, I think they're going to ride out with Cooper Rush. And I don't know what their salary cap situation is, but um, with how the NFC playoffs are, with how the NFC East is historically, that's a long time to be without, you know, four weeks. That's a good chunk of change, uh, you know, of, of games. And 
not having your your star forty million dollar quarterback. If I was Dallas, I would consider approaching San Francisco about Jimmy G. I'd consider it. Or maybe some of these other you look at some of these other backups. We've seen Cooper Rush in action before. It's not it's not really good. You know what I mean? We just went through a Dak injury a couple of years ago when Dallas was uh Dallas was in the basement of a terrible division. Uh this is back when the the Giants, Washington, and Philly were all vying for first place with losing records. Um but I think it's, you know, for them to keep pace with Philly, I mean, I, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. Uh, for You know, I don't know if off the top of my head, but um, I don't know. I guess I guess my first instinct was Jimmy G. But then again, I don't know. What are you guys thinking? What are you guys thinking? Josh. Right, well, I think, and this may be uh, my last topic I get to chime in on because I'm about to get to, very important place that I have to go today. No problem. But, uh, so uh, this one's tough for me because I get it. Like you can't now, if it's four weeks, you make do, you look at the team, you look at the team, say, listen, next guy up. We, we believe in Cooper rush to be able to go to do enough. We need other guys to step up around him. We need to play good defense. We need to run the football. Got to let, you know, Zeke eat all that other. How about them? Cowboys bullshit. You bring in somebody else, and all of a sudden, you know, they go on a little bit of a run. You've said Dak's your boy, but if, you know, you pull in Jimmy G and he's lighting it up, not that he's going to light it up, but if he's going out and doing well and you're winning, do you did you just spend that for a four-week patch, you know, patch over, five-week patch over? And now the second that Dak doesn't play great, people are calling for his head because you have somebody who is doing really well. Nobody's going to tell you that Cooper Rush is going to take that job. Right. But you've obviously put him in that position because you believe he can be this patch over quarterback just in case. So do you bring a, you know, do you bring a wolf into the hen house, essentially? Do you risk a quarterback controversy? At the same time, um, Dallas has been underachieving for a decade, it feels like. So maybe you need that. Maybe you need someone who's going to push Dak for his job. Maybe you go get Jimmy G and say, listen, you do well enough, we'll roll with you. You go get, and not that the, not that the Eagles would ever in a million years consider making this move, but you go get a Gardner Minshew. You go get somebody who has started in the NFL and shown competency and say, you know what? If you're doing well when he's healthy, we're going to stick with you. Right. And look at Dak and be like, listen, buddy, the best ability is availability. If you are not going to be available, and when you are, you're not going to do well, we're going to find a guy who is, and we'll figure out the money side of it later. I I don't hate that. I really don't. Right. I, I, I appreciate Jerry sticking by his boy, but, I mean, are you going to stick by your boy if he comes back in five weeks and still sucks? Oh, look, somebody else sucks at a discussion topic. <laughs> Because I'm sorry, when you're getting paid the way Dak's getting paid, you can't be okay. You can't be average. You've got to be a top 10 guy pushing to the top five. And I don't know if you are. I If we if we listed our top 10 quarterbacks, I'm not sure Dak falls on that list. 
I think at one point I definitely consider it um, for sure, but it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like I, if it is really six to eight weeks and Jerry Jones is blowing smoke up everybody's ass about the four weeks and, and whatnot, I just, uh, how could you go through another season with this? Right. Like when it went, you know, Mike McCarthy, second time in his three years coaching the, the Cowboys and, and Dak is injured for an extended amount of time. That's, I mean, that's can't, tough. Can't run an offense like that when you don't know who's slinging the rock. Yeah. No, but, it's true. All right, it's, all right boys, I'm, I'm going to step out. I will uh, appreciate having me on, and I'll be back full, full tilt, full board, full send next week when uh, more people are going to fucking suck. <laughs> See you later, Jazz. Thanks, buddy. See you. See you boys. All right. Brian, your thoughts on the Dallas uh quarterback situation. What a great send off. <laughs> <laughs> as as only two point could do. Uh thoughts on Dallas are that they okay, you know that I don't think that McCarthy's a good coach. Right. Like I've said this a lot. He shouldn't be this bad though. Because it, there's too much talent on the team. Jerry Jones has gotten a lot of slack over the years of being too involved and too hands-on, and he's not a good GM. I, that's kind of changed over the last few years. They've done a good job in the draft. They've 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 hit on some talent throughout the draft. So that's not the problem. And I, I think Jaws hit it as he was you know exiting there. Is that even be, and you said it before even before this game turned into what it turned into and Dak getting his thumb broken. Um, he looked bad. Yeah. He looked bad. And I saw a quote, dude, and I can't, it's probably true. Uh, there's a linebacker, I think for the, I forget which one I was trying to find it, but I couldn't find it. But one of the bucks were quoted from defense saying we didn't change. Like we went with the same game script that we had for last, the like game plan for last year. <laughs> Because we thought they would do the same thing. We thought that they would do, run a lot of short routes, a lot of curls, a lot of slants, a lot of hitches. We thought they were going to try and run the ball outside, but not stay consistent enough to try and run it more or even run it inside. Like, and then he ended it with, and that's what they did. <laughs> so, I mean, McCarthy just, he's, he's, he's stuck in the mud, man. He, he, he can't change. He cannot switch who he is at all. So. Yeah, it, it's it, it was a very uninspiring coaching hire. Um, I don't know. I just the Cowboys team is just so it's loud. <laughs> it's it, it's it, just with Jerry. He just I, I get it. He wants to be front and center. He's he's a very respected, I think, uh, owner from a lot of people's perspectives. But um, I never understood the hire. Uh, but he he likes to stand by some of his uh you know some of his 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 big picks um yeah I don't know but what are you gonna do though Philadelphia is off to a you know Philadelphia everybody in the NFC East won this past week except for Dallas now Dallas had the much more competitive game no doubt much more uh, competitive opponent being the division winner from last year but uh. I mean, we've seen it time and time and time and time again. Every single win counts when it comes to the NFC East. You know, uh, I think Dallas won the division by one or two games last year, maybe. 
I don't think uh, Philadelphia was that far behind. Of course, we had the debacle a couple years ago when all the teams went, uh, when Washington went at seven and nine. And, you know, Philly, actually, maybe Dallas was in the mix. Giants, were, like I said, Giants were right there. There was just a bunch of situations. Every single year, it's close. I don't know. I, I, there's got to be other options. I know Cooper Rush understands the system, quote unquote, but uh, I, I don't know what you do. I I, I think you got to get yeah to do something. You know, give give Dak make it easy on Dak, right? Go get a go get you know go make that move for Jimmy G. He they cut his price at for Forty Niners. It, it already took a reduced salary, I think, when he signed his one year extension. Mm-hmm. Go get something for him. Dallas is desperate. Give Dak time to recover properly, right? Don't rush it back. Oh, there's a six to eight week injury that he could be back in four. Don't rush it. If he really aggravates it, that's it. It's a wrap. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the Jimmy G camp. I understand uh, reasons not to. The more I spoke about it, the more I was like, eh, eh maybe not. But um but Jimmy G is out there, and you might be able to get a, you know, Dallas might be able to get him for a, a, I don't know, a decent price. Maybe. I don't know. Trade him Zeke. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Yeah. If it helps, trade they him could Zeke. use a running back. They could yeah. use a running back. Um, I saw someone on Twitter around this topic saying that, well, you wouldn't want to do that because look at the way Trey Lance is playing. And I said, the hell with that the San Francisco's are now in the boat of is he the guy you don't care about Jimmy Gene if he can make this team competitive and potentially contend for an NFC championship and or a Super Bowl yeah that's not what the season's about the season's about finding out Trey Lance is your guy so who cares if Jimmy G's on the team or not like it worked out they they were able to bring him back and not cost a lot of money so yeah, if, if if someone called, especially Dallas or whatever, go ahead and trade them. You're not you're not losing anything because if Lance isn't the guy, you already know Jimmy G's not. Right, you've already officially moved on, um, and it's just yeah, you've already moved on from Jimmy G. It's it's mm-hmm. behind, and if if Trey Lance doesn't work out, then uh, Jimmy G is just not just gonna just pick up and and go back to the way he was. Right, and I'm sure his enthusiasm to be with the team is very little. Um, at this point, very little, but regardless. Um, all right, discussion topic number four. Since Jaws is out, we'll have you kick it off, a man. Bengals, my God, that was uh, that was bad. That was really, really bad. But hey, we're happy for our boy Boyd. Um, he looked pretty. Uh, the Bengals overall just looked flat. Um, in this season opener against the Steelers, um, you were not as high about the Bengals coming into this year. Are you? Was that the answer that you needed, or is it just, um, is it just a adjustment period for for the Bengals and as as teams approach them differently? Well, all credit's going to go to see, uh, the Steelers first. Like, like you you don't schedule if you guys are listening to the college show, you'll get this reference. Uh, you don't schedule Appalachian State to to kick off your year if you're a top twenty five team. All right because they're going to come in and probably hand you a loss and get paid to do it, <laughs> which is uh, ludicrous, you know, thinking about like a team that's supposed to be a warm-up team, like a, a gimme game, and they come in and own your, own your butt and then walk away with your cash. 
<laughs> um, I, I think that the Steelers are just so well coached. We've said it over and over. Tomlin, in spite of me picking them to go one in 16 like a fool, and I admitted it immediately. You did. I was like, what did I do? Um, <laughs> Tomlin's a fantastic head coach, and his teams will always be prepared. And it doesn't shock me that a Mike Tomlin-led team was more prepared to win a game in week one than any team they would face, more or less, minus maybe the Chiefs or somebody. I mean, they came into the Bills' house and owned us last year. You know what yeah. I mean? It's what they do. Don't schedule the Steelers so you don't get to pick, but don't schedule the Steelers week one and expect an easy game or uh, it, it to go like you think, because they're, they're too well coached. That defense was playing out of its mind, and um, the offensive line is going to take longer than just a short offseason to gel. It takes live reps against real schemes to understand the chemistry and how you guys work together as a five-man unit. It, that's just the, the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's – I'm not too worried about it um, overall. If they would have got shellac, you probably would have felt strongly one way, right? But they didn't. They battled back. They battled back. I will give them a lot of credit. That's that's why I'm – they called it, too. They said that their teams were going to approach them differently. You know what I mean? They, they Joe Burrow said it on interviews after interviews and, and press conferences and all that stuff. He goes, defenses are going to approach us differently. And, uh, you know, just Pittsburgh's defense was that good. You know, it's it's going to hurt not having T.J. Watt for them for a little bit. But um, but that's besides the point. I, I think it's I think it's just an adjustment period. I'm not like uh, down and out. I'm not like, oh, God, it's not panic mode for the Bengals at all. Like it's it, it really is. And they, I mean, they have some tough opponents. It's not going to be an easy road back to the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. But I still think they've got that they are going to be okay. Just stinks when Joe Burrow is your fantasy quarterback and um, and he throws three interceptions, four interceptions. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was three interceptions and a fumble. I yeah. I had negative 3.25 points in one of my leagues with Joe Burrow. I finished with 22. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was tough for, for an offense that looked so dominant, and especially for a team that uh, – that beat the Steelers in the last, they were th- in the last three games were three and zero against the Steelers. It was, uh, yeah, it was a tough break. It was a tough break. And I mean, obviously the ending was wild too. Oh, for sure. And you, you know, when you mentioned that, that three and zero, it's not like the Steelers didn't know that coming into the game. Right. And they don't, they, they hear the outside noise of your quarterbacks all stink and you're all, you're old and, you know, what do you have going for you as, you know, Steelers? I mean, I was, I hopped on that bandwagon. I was like, yeah, what do they have going on? Well, they still have some fantastic players. A little less this week going into week two because they're so banged up now. But um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a culture thing, man. Just the Steelers, they're always going to do this kind of stuff. There's going to be like, watch the Ravens, you know, end up being like really, really good. But every time they play the Steelers this year, it's going to be a battle. Right. No, that's uh, that's for sure. It's gonna be an exciting rematch. I don't know when they play against each other next, but um, when, when the Bengals play them again, it's gonna be. Was it in Cincinnati this weekend? 
I'm trying to picture. I think it was. They were in orange, weren't they? So I think I was. feel like it was too. Yeah, what a wild chain of events. Mm-hmm. Poor Boyd just having a heart attack in the group message, but um, but yeah. So that was a little that was a little surprising. Uh, and let's move on to our final discussion topic. We moved through this pretty quickly today. Um, our final discussion topic is the Lamar Jackson contract situation, which finally the negotiations ceased. As of Friday, um, with Lamar saying that he's not going to negotiate until after the season is over with. Uh, so right now, he is a man on a mission. What? Where do we think uh, that Lamar Jackson's, uh, you know, where do we think the future is of Lamar Jackson's uh, deal? Because the report is he turned down a $250 million contract. I think only 100-something of it was 120, 130 was fully guaranteed. I should, why am I saying only? Uh, <laughs> like a little bit less than half of it was fully guaranteed. He goes, Nope, I want that Deshaun Watson guarantee. It, it's tough. And I, for a little while, I was nervous watching him play against the Jets because it was a slow start, man. Lamar was not Lamar Jackson uh, for a little while. It took until the second half to do it, but I don't know. I respect I respect Lamar for standing his ground, for not taking a deal less than what he feels he deserves. I also understand the hesitancy of the Baltimore Ravens, right? Uh, last year, missed out on him. He didn't have him for a couple, uh, for a stretch of games, a decent stretch of games, and ended up costing them uh, the, you know, a playoff spot. Uh, there's no doubt that a healthy Lamar uh, in the last half of the season would have been the difference maker of the Ravens going back to the playoffs or not. No doubt in my mind. Uh, so I understand the hesitancy of that. I, But the somebody's going to have to budge. And I really do feel like the Ravens back themselves into a, a corner here. I really do. It's either they're going to have to pay a lot of money a significant much uh, amount more because you know the price tag is just going to go up, right? Like it, it goes up every single year. Every, every year, somebody new is signing a a groundbreaking contract deal. Um, you know, we had Rogers hit fifty million a season this year, and and guys like Christian Kirk pushing the pushing the you know the the wide receiver market up. They're probably going to have to break the bank if they want to keep him. And if they don't want to break the bank, right? Because they can franchise tag him. Mm-hmm. They're he's probably going to sit out. <laughs> he's probably going to sit out next year. With the way he plays, and with how concerned we have been about his health, and the idea being that I wanted him to get a contract for his own sake because I wanted him to get that guaranteed money he's earned and is owed based on taking that franchise to a dynamic level that they have not seen. When they won their Super Bowl, there's nothing you would have said about that offense that even resembled the word dynamic. You know what I mean? They had some hot moments and a nice stretch going into the playoffs the last time they won the Super Bowl, but most that season, not dynamic. Lamar is the one of the most exciting players in the league and he he knows that his brand is worth a lot more than what he was being offered. 
The yeah. biggest difference in him negotiating is that it's quite literally him. He doesn't have an agent. He didn't have an agent when he came in the league. It was Which, one of the things that was a big deal when he was drafted that teams were having to talk to him and his dad. And there was no agent in the room. And they're like, it was a little different. Which I love. I love the phasing out of the agents. I love that idea. I do. If, if you if you can do it, uh, you know, it saves you some cash. You know, there's less sleaze balls hanging on on sidelines potentially then. You know, I like complaining about the sleaze balls that are just taking up a space. And hey, I just I just watched the Elvis movie and I, I learned all about Colonel Parker. What a sleaze bag. All right. What, what, a, what, a, what a piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Elvis was stealing money from black artists that actually wrote the music. And then uh, his agent was stealing money from him. So, you know what? <laughs> <It all worked. laughs> uh, but it, I mean, as far as like Lamar goes, he's doing the right thing. I, I told you earlier uh, a few weeks ago that I thought the deadline would have caused something to happen. Like a sit out this year. Right. Well, no, I just I, I thought I thought the contract would have got done. It's something that Andrew Brandt says. Um he used to be the money guy slash GM for the Packers. Yes. And, yes. and he said deadlines spur action. When you give a hard deadline of I don't want to talk come season, week one kicks off that Thursday night, that's it. That you know, that was your last chance because he wants to stay focused and it's another way of con- having the control, having the power. He has all the cards right now. In my opinion, Lamar has all the cards. Ravens have no leverage in my opinion. Sure. Go ahead. Franchise take him. You'll hold out. Cause guess what? Eventually you're going to have to relinquish him either by trade or just release or pay the man. You don't have the power. Ravens. He does. No, the players have definitely taken. I think the power I, to an extent, you know, some people still have still struggle, but they have, you know, the, it's 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 player power right now. I, I think uh, the un, the players union, the players have uh, found a really good way to kind of just take control of their future. Some people have failed on it, you know, the Le'Veon Bells, the um, and uh, I think AB kind of did. Well, did he really hold out? He didn't really hold out for a year, but. Um, you know, Deshaun, it paid off for Deshaun Watson as gross as it is to say still he's after his suspensions done, he was getting paid. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it works out for certain individuals and they're starting to see that, that, that pushback a little bit. Uh, you brought up the brand thing, which is actually really, really cool. Um, and it, that gets forgotten about a lot too, when a lot of people say that, you know, uh, these players and then all their millions and millions of dollars. How dare they want the big, the big payday. But it's like, yo, these, like the Ravens are selling out all the time, right? They're selling tons of merchandise with Lamar's name on it. And his last name is his brand. That's, that's his likeness. And the Ravens and the NFL are making a shit ton of money off their back. And, you know, it, 50, 40, 50 million may seem, it seems like a, a lot of money, but it pales in comparison to what some of these teams and franchises are taking out of the guys, you know, taking from them off their, their blood, sweat, and tears and their name. So I'm fully in support. I do think the Ravens are going to have to commit. I think Harbaugh would agree. He, I mean, he loves Lamar. He loves working with Lamar. Uh, this has nothing to do with being with Lamar, you know, uh, 
with, you know, this has nothing to do with Lamar Jackson being with uh, Jim Harbaugh because, you know, it, I'll never forget one of the first, I think it's his first full year. And it was a cool video clip of, of Harbaugh sitting next to him on the sidelines. He goes, you know, how many kids are going to be buying your jerseys and stuff. And it, it was just a really tender, cool moment between head coach and quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you got to open up that pocketbook. I mean, if you lose out on Lamar, where do you go from there? You're resetting again. Obviously, you had to move on from Joe Flacco, but do you really want to be the team that that lets the most dynamic and excite one of the most exciting and dynamic players in the NFL today and in NFL history? Do you want to be the team that just lets him go, right. moves on from him? Right. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think Houston wishes you know uh, is again as gross as Deshaun Watson is. Um, from a player standpoint, I can separate the two. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL when 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 active. I I think that Houston wishes they could have had that one back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's easy to try and play both sides like that. You know what I mean? Um, but they the the way that the league looks at the salary cap is like there's some people that are still stuck in like the old school mentality of. Well, you got to make sure that you pay the right people. What we got to have money for the left tackle. We got to have money for the defensive end. We got to have money for the cornerbacks. We got to have money for the. And then there's other teams, like the Chiefs. And now, I'm trying to think of like the next. I mean, for now, the Chargers are still working off of a nice deal. Same with the Bills; they're still working off of a nice deal for Josh Allen. But like the Chiefs just entered like that first real year of. Holy crap! We're paying this dude this much to throw the ball. Where are we going to use the rest of this money? And some teams are scared of that situation. Apparently, the Ravens are extremely scared of that situation. I wouldn't be, because the idea is outscoring your opponent. And Lamar Jackson's one of the most dynamic players in the league, and I trust him to outscore the opponent as long as you keep doing the right thing as a coach and a GM. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. So where does he play next year if he doesn't play with the Ravens? That's the question. Uh, I've seen something that he liked a uh, he liked a, a tweet about him being with the Miami Dolphins uh, yeah. next year if Tua flubs, but I don't think Tua. I don't think Tua is going to flub. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think that's a thing. Um, does he go to New York when Zach Wilson flames out and, and builds his brand there? I don't know if that's a good look either because he's smart. He should stay far, far away. from the- <laughs> Huh? No, I was talking about the jets. They both play in the Meadowlands. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you said the giants, but um, uh, yeah. uh, giants is an interesting one too. Mm. And Dable, Dable and Lamar together. He'd, he'd have to. No, I don't know. You're right. I might trust him. Ooh, do we just stumble up on a perfect fit? I think I was we might picturing have. him instead of Geno Smith last night. <laughs> like as good as, as as much props as we were given to Geno, what if it's Lamar Jackson throwing to DK and Tyler Lockett instead? Mm, him in Seattle. It does seem fun. I don't know. It. it Right up Pete Carroll's alley with uh with a run first, no, I think. No, no, you gotta have a new coach. Sorry. You gotta I have a new coach. Oh yes, 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 yes. You must have a new No, coach. I agree with that. <laughs> I I concur with that. Yeah, I mean there's a Jesus, who knows? 
who knows? You know, a place Maybe like Houston, the biggest but, paper, uh, t- uh, checkbook. It's probably going to be it. And you know who's going to be also cleared of a lot of debts next year? Houston. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Houston. I like Davis Mills. I think he'd be all right. But if the prospect of Lamar Jackson being available comes and they're going to have money because they're going to be, I think, freed up from the Watson deal a little bit more. Their books are going to be in order. Um, that might be one that's interesting. That's one to look at too. Yep. So a lot of possibilities. Where else? Where, anywhere else you think? Um, I mean, who's, hmm. there's always the, the outlier of what happens in green Bay. Like, they clearly don't want to just keep Rogers at all. Like, you know what I mean? It, there's a, it's a weird relationship up there with them. Uh, so like maybe they want to get in, get in on a new young quarterback. I don't know. Chicago, if fields doesn't look great. I mean, he didn't really look great against the Niners. He, no, he, he did won. He won the game, but he didn't look great. Uh, San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco. Lamar's done a lot more than we've seen so far from Trey Lance, that's for sure. A lot more. I just want I just want him to end up in a place where you know the fan base just rolls with the punches and doesn't pile on a guy. Because Lamar is that kind of quarterback where he'll have some games where you're just like kind of disappointed as far as how effective he was passing the ball. He's still with the ball in his hand. He's still one of the most dangerous players in the league for but, sure. But down in, down out necessarily not the the most scary guy passing the ball. And I just don't want him to go to a fan base. That'll just constantly tears down their quarterbacks. I mean, you know who you are. Jets fans. <laughs> Jesus. Shots they are they, dude, remember when they were going to the AFC championships, they would still take shots at Sanchez. I mean, he wasn't great, but at the same time, it's like, God, you don't dude, go to a place that lo- has, has fun. <laughs> Who's the most fun team right now that like doesn't care if they're good or bad and they just have fun? I want them there. Maybe the Falcons. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Their head coach is, uh, he was, he was kind of whining a little bit the other day. Oh, okay. no, you no, see no, him at the podium? Did you see him at the podium? Arthur Smith, he was kind of whiny. Uh, he's like, you guys, you guys, oh, what the heck was the exact phrasing? You guys, it's all about just, just like uh, about how the new, the media like put him like just, they were done. The media was done with him back in May. And he goes, well, you just got to write what you want to write now. Goodbye. And he left. <laughs> it was not a good look. <laughs> Go look it up. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Very quick. Uh, very quick little video there, but shocked he comes from the Vrabel and Bilicek coaching tree. I know, I know, it's tough. I get it Being though. Media is annoying. Ever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all right, that is it, everybody, for this episode. All right, we'll have some more discussion topics for you next week. Of course, Brian, thank you for hopping on. And uh, you said you want to be a regular in this, right? I will do my best. All right. That's all that I ask. All that I ask. But thank you so much, listeners. And on behalf of Brian and I, till next time. And of course, Jaws, too. 
Uh, until next time, the two-point conversation is good. Hey,